0: There are still a lot of unanswered questions about the future of the Pentagon's Jedi Cloud contract. One of the biggest is whether Oracle will continue its legal challenge to the contract after losing its bid protest lawsuit at the Court of Federal Claims. It could take the case to the Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit, but it hasn't made a decision just yet. Joe Petrillo is a procurement attorney at the firm Petrillo & Powell. He talked with me about the likelihood of success of an appeal based on how the case has gone so far.
1: There were two findings. Um, One is under a generic statute which requires a determination by the contracting officer. And in that determination, there there are a number of exceptions. The contracting officer found three of them were at play. uh, If any of them were valid, Um, then the statute says you cannot use a multiple award approach. Okay, so that's setting it up. The one that the judge found particularly appealing of the three that were used, although I think he found merit in all three of them, uh, was the issue that having multiple vendors would create uh, technical risk and possibly security issues as well, uh, complexities as well? So, um, you know, in that determination, which the result was that uh, the Defense Department had to use a single award approach. However, there's a separate statutory requirement uh, in which the head of the agency, which is Delegated now down to the undersecretary level, has to use a multiple award approach unless an exception applies. And the undersecretary used one of those exceptions, one of those four exceptions, and the court said, well, that really wasn't valid. It wasn't wasn't a valid determination. Uh, The issue is whether or not all the services that were being obtained were firm fixed-price services with prices that were there in the original contract, or at least that's the way the judge read the statute. Um, and here it's very clear that there are additional service offerings that can be employed when the contract is in force that uh, weren't priced in, in the original contract award. Mm-hmm. So at this point, if the, the judge had had stopped there, we would have had one statute saying you have to use a single award approach and another statute in essence, saying you can't use a single award approach. And right. That would have created a a, a real conundrum for, for the court and for the agency. What enabled the court to sidestep that was one of the gating criteria, uh, which Oracle conceded it could not meet, and, and that deals with FedRAMP certification. The offeror had to have uh, three physically independent uh, centers, uh, each of which uh, had moderate FedRAMP certification for uh, two t- different product offerings, or two different service offerings rather, and that had to be at the point of submission of the proposal. You know, They also attacked that as being, um, Oracle rather, also attacked that uh, issue as being beyond what the government's reasonable needs were, and uh, the judge uh, accepted the Defense Department's justification. <laughs>
0: So if I'm understanding the situation right, Oracle already has a ruling in their favor that essentially says, and I know it's a conflicting ruling, but a ruling in their favor that essentially says the Jedi contract is in violation of this statute that that really does require multiple awards here. So it seems like to win on appeal, they've got to somehow get around that gate 1.2 criteria that you just talked about, the FedRAMP moderate gate that ended up excluding them. They've got to convince an appeals court that they should not be excluded based on that criteria if they're going to win on appeal? Is that about right?
1: I, I think that's correct. In, in order to, you know, to, to prevail on a protest issue, you have to show that you are prejudiced by the issue. And here, uh, if they are eliminated from the competition entirely for an independent ground that's not affected by that issue, they have no standing to uh, object to uh, the potential you know, impropriety of, of the single award versus multiple award approach. Now, you know, the other set of issues that they have as well, which to some extent, you know, cast a pall on almost all the questions before the court were the uh, conflict of interest issues. You know, there's a certain amount of um, uh, sensationalism to those. I mean, some of them look pretty bad, Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, and and the judge credited that. But at the end of the day, uh, the Department of Defense did a very thorough investigation uh, of those issues and concluded that they did not rise to the level uh, that would I- invalidate the determinations that had been made in the procurement, such as the single award versus multiple award question. Uh, so, you know, Oracle has uh, again another card to play, but there's an issue here Be- given the nature of an appeal. At the trial court level, you're raising lots and lots of facts, and it's the judge of the it's the probably the role of the trial court judge to sift and weigh those, look at the evidence, evaluate it, and and come up with findings. Mm-hmm. Um, at the appellate court level, those are subject to review, but you're not really in a position to you know rehash all of the factual issues again. There's a certain threshold you have to meet to get those overturned, and you know, Just as a practical matter, appellate courts are not going to usually get into the um, facts to the same extent as the, as the lower court will. Uh, and so, you know, if they want to use that uh, method to try to open up some of these other issues, Oracle is going to have to winnow that fairly complex tangle of, of issues down to something that it can bring to the, to the appellate court's attention, uh, get them engaged in, and 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 pry open.
0: Back to the gating criteria, real quickly. Is is there a lesson here for agencies in that, and maybe maybe this lesson had already been out there, that you can effectively immunize your contract against protests if you put enough gating criteria in the way of potential protesters' claims, so that you know any problems they find. With the way you structured your contract, are actually moot because they, you know, they were excluded by one gate or another.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think we can go that far in, in saying, you know, that's the issue. I mean, certainly, uh, a gating criteria will help you winnow down a large number of offerors into a more manageable, perhaps smaller, smaller number. Uh, but again, these criteria, to the extent that they limit competition, have to be justified by the agency's bona fide needs. And um, you know one of the problems you can have is if the gating criteria are are too numerous and too strict, uh, then you may end up eliminating uh, too many offerors, and maybe even all offerors. Um, and in that case, you've um, you've overdone it. Uh, yeah, The other issue I think um, agencies should take away from this particular contract is if they have multiple gating criteria and someone fails in one, maybe they should go ahead and look at the other ones as well and make sure that they don't fail one of those others because if they lose their position on one of those criteria, then it would be helpful to have a backstop.
0: All right. Last thing, Joe. What would you say, having said everything that we've talked about already, Oracle's prospects as a whole for for winning on appeal actually are?
1: Well, um, I think they have a, a sort of tough case because the uh, trial court's decision, uh, the lower court's decision, is is you know very detailed and thoroughly reasoned. Having said that, though, the appellate court they'd be going to the Federal Circuit is populated with judges who are a lot more comfortable with uh, patent issues than government contract issues. And so sometimes their um, uh, decisions are uh, surprising to those who, uh, who live in the government contract world. So it's hard to predict.
0: Joe Petrillo is a procurement attorney at the firm Petrillo & Powell. You can listen to this interview anytime by subscribing to The Federal Drive on Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zell.